Turn 6.38 here on Breakfast Business with Vincent Wall and we're joined now by Dr. Vincent Power, Head of EU Competition and Procurement uh, Group at the law firm A&L Goodbody. Vincent, um, we all know that fish has become one of the three sticking points in the ongoing Brexit uh, discussions, but the financial services sector in the UK is nearly 170 times more valuable than the fishing sector there. Um, we know it's very important to the fishing communities themselves, but why has such a, a relatively small industry sector become such a, a major sticking point? Uh, well, good morning, Vincent. Um, a very good question. And the short answer is politics, politics and politics. Uh, it really is a case of Brexit politics. Uh, each side in the negotiations have picked their battles, if you will, uh, in regard to the withdrawal agreement. The European Union picked the protocol on Ireland and Northern Ireland. And on the British side now in the context of the current negotiations, um, you know, governance was there, state aid was there. That's all terribly important. But Brexit, uh, fisheries was one that the Brexiteers and, and the UK government has chosen, um, essentially because it, it resonates with the people who voted for Brexit. You know, nine out of ten Scottish fishermen voted for Brexit. Uh, it's a real tangible topic. Uh, it's a topic that you can bring home the bacon on, so as to speak, um, and rather than something ephemeral or theoretical like, you know, state aid or governance. It really does touch and it touches a raw nerve, Vincent, I think in the UK psyche about taking back control of the British waters and so on. Uh, as you say, depending on how you count it. Uh, you know, financial services contributes to the UK economy as much in two days as, you know, the fishing sector does in a whole year. Now, the fishing sector deserves protection. It needs protection. Um, but it really was called out uh, for a special place and a special position by the UK government. And that's the battle they fought. And I think, Vincent, it's going to be a really difficult battle uh, to win because, uh, you know, both sides have diametrically opposed views. Uh, the EU, they're basically saying they want to keep uh, reciprocal access, uh, they to maintain reciprocal access and to the amounts that each side is catching historically over the last 45 years. And on the British side, generally speaking, they want to preserve British waters for British boats. Now, there's some concession, obviously, but that's very difficult and you just can't divide that pie easily uh, between the two sides. So, yeah, and, and short that, answer, Vincent, is politics. And that far more valuable sector, as we said, to the UK uh, financial services uh, kicked out for, to, until next year for some sort of resolution. But uh, Britain has gone to war on, on fish before and, and fish has been a central part of, of other countries' decisions as well. Absolutely, Vincent. I think, you know, fish, there's something about fish. It's very tribal, it's very traditional, it's very territorial. And, you know, Britain, as you quite rightly say, has gone to three cod wars with Iceland. Uh, if you think about it, in one of those cod wars, uh, Britain deployed 22 frigates. Uh, that's more than they have at the moment. They have 13 frigates uh, with Norway, for example. Norway planned to join the European communities in 1973, along with Denmark, Ireland and the UK, all set to go. They were happily going to join on the 1st of January, 73. They had a referendum on the 25th of September, 1972, and by a margin of 54 to 46, all these referendums seem to be quite tight, um, Norway voted to remain 
outside of the European communities, largely because of fish. So I think one of the things that we should watch out for here carefully um, is that even if there is a deal uh, in the next while, and even if there is an agreement on fisheries, it could still be very uh, troublesome. Uh, there could be blockades, there could be difficulties, either in the French, Belgian, Dutch, German side, perhaps on the Irish side, or on the UK side. It's not that easy, and even if uh, there is a deal, as I say, there could still be trouble ahead, uh, because it's an emotive uh, sector, and, uh, and it does tend to bring out the emotion very strongly. And do you believe a deal will be done, Vincent, and, and broadly speaking, what do you think it will be on? Will it be on the actual number of fish caught by each side themselves, or will it be a, a cash transaction in the end, a, a compensation deal? <laughs> I think the difficulty is that it's going to be impossible to satisfy everybody. I think it's going to be a mixture of all those issues. Um, I think it will be some element of total allowable catches. It will be some element of compensation. Um, there is a, a, you know, a real chance that some of this will, can will be kicked down the road. You'll have annual negotiations. Um, the UK, it's paradoxical at once Brexit done, but it's also talking about having annual negotiations when it comes to fish. Um, and I think it will be an imperfect deal if there is a deal. Um, and I think it will probably just like most things with Brexit, the, uh, you know, the popular notion is it'll be over and done with. This is the deal. If we get this deal done, done, then Brexit is done. Uh, I think best thing to do, Vincent, is look at this as the start. Mm. of the negotiations. There could be uh, agreements and there will have to be agreements between the UK and the European Union on Brexit for as long as both exist. Okay, uh, Vincent, Dr. Vincent Power, Head of EU Competition and Procurement at A&L Goodbody Legal Firm. Uh, thanks for giving us some insights on what is a very slippery subject indeed and let's hope they come to some sort of a resolution even if it is a fudge over the coming weeks.